up? Welcome back to the Gridiron. I'm Jay. Got a lot of breaking news. We gonna get straight to it. NBA free agency has kicked off. You know what I'm saying? And it's already in full swing. A lot of moves. We got Chris Paul returning to the Suns on a four-year deal. We got Kyle Lowry then then joined then joined up with the Miami Heat in some type of way. They managed to keep Duncan Robinson on the five-year deal worth 90 million. Um, Trevor Trevor Ariza uh, then made his way back to the Lakers. Um, of course, of course, the Brody Russell Westbrook in a trade from the Wizards, which we gonna get to that a little bit. Um, well, where the Wizards basically got Kyle Kuzma, uh, Montrez Harold. And Contavious Caldwell Pope in the second round pick. Um, and the Lakers got the Brody. The legend, Russell Westbrook. Shout out Coach DJ Dolphin out there. I know that's like one of his favorite players, if it's not his favorite player. Um, yeah, we're going to get to that in a little bit. Let's talk about a few more moves. Um, Pelicans fan, Lonzo Ball is on the move. And a signing trade going to the Chicago Bulls. What we get back as of right now, I really don't think this deal is complete. But as of right now, what we get in return would be Thomas Sadaransky and Garrett Temple in a second round pick. <sighs> you have to pause for a second. Now, I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna have to believe that something else is in the in the making. Um, early on in the day, there was rumors about Devontae Graham um, making his way on over to the Pelicans, um, the Crescent City. We'll see how that pan out, but I really just can't see. I really can't see us getting Garrett Temple. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Garrett Temple. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Thomas Sadaransky and a second round pick for Lonzo Ball. First of all, Neither one of them are starters. Um, I'm pretty sure I had to check the numbers on this. Garrett Temple is just on the bench on some mentorship type stuff. You feel me? I don't even think he really getting too much game action. Thomas Sadaransky, uh, maybe he has some upside to him as some type of role player. But I really don't see him having too, you know. I feel like he's a piece that maybe I don't really want to come out and jump on off a, off a, um, a limb here but I really don't know too much about Thomas Sadaransky but I really don't see him being like a major piece for the Pelicans if anything he's like a throwing a throw in the pot for whatever if there's something else brewing along with this trade I just can't see us taking two pieces so we given we given up a 23 year old starter in this league Improved in just about every aspect. This game, every aspect of his game, he improved just about. Um, and you basically giving him up. I notice I didn't even say nothing about that second round pick because it's rare. I mean, it's rare that the Pelicans that like we actually selected. Um, we're gonna get into that in a second too. We actually made a selection this year in the second round. Uh, we'll see how that work out. But uh, it's rare that the Pelicans actually keep any of their second round picks. 
we usually, you know what I'm saying? I, and we had quite a few this year. We usually deal them off some type of way for cash or just about anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's hard for me to see us getting back two bench players in, in a pick that's probably going to be nobody's going to remember this next year. Whenever that pick is, I want to say we getting a pick from, I think next year. But nobody's going to remember that pick. Um, not to say that you can't get valuable players in the second round, but let's be honest here. If you going into the second round looking for your savior, your franchise, you already did. I'm going to just keep it real with you. Um, so, Pels fans, I'm going to keep it real with you. Right now, I don't know what the hell's going on as far as like what the team trying to do. I thought I knew what they was trying to do um, after the draft and the moves that got made. But now I'm kind of like confused again too. So I'm going to just leave it at we got enough room. I don't that was rumors first of all. That was rumors before all of this. Before free agency and everything that the Pelicans was after Kyle Lowry. I was yeah, I'm so happy. I'm keeping real, son. Um, I like Kyle Lowry. I think he would have instantly made the Pelicans a playoff contender, a playoff team, a contender for a spot at least. Um, I just don't like the fact of y'all seen. Let's see what let's see what Kyle Lowry got. But anyway, while I'm looking at the numbers, I don't like the fact that what we would have to give up for Kyle Lowry. First of all, we had to trade for this dude. Then we would have had to pay this dude. Um, I just didn't want to do all of that for a point guard that's kind of aging. You see what I'm saying? For all of that, I would have rather built around Lonzo being that the team, Zion and Brandon Ingram, everybody spoke highly of him. I would have had rather to uh, just resign Lonzo. You see what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see what other pieces they get because I know they damn sure better get something else or else like I said I don't know I'm not going to say this is going to cause David Griffin his job or nothing like that but hey I know if 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 this season go wrong this we can all mark this down as the beginning of one of the one of the uh the beginning of his demise uh let's see what let's see what old Kyle Lowry got you feel me see see what this man got bro at 35, oh, by the, by the way, Kyle Lowry is 35 years old. So, didn't really want to pay too much for Kyle Lowry, um, even though he is a champion, a six-time All-Star. I just didn't want to trade for this dude. And they still, I don't even know, I don't even know that they got the numbers out here. They just talk about, I wouldn't have wanted to trade for a 35-year-old point guard, then had to pay what we would have to pay. Um, all right, so the deal would be with Kyle Lowry, a three-year contract worth approximately $90 million. So I wouldn't want to have to trade whatever we would have to give up and then turn around and pay Kyle Lowry $30 million a year, you feel me, at the age of 35. So by the time he's 38, which would be when this contract ends, um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not. I don't know this man body or nothing like that. But I don't know that he's still gonna be worth. You know what I'm saying? Thirty million a year at that point. 
I don't know that he still is going to be, you know what I'm saying? I guess I, only time, only going to time going to tell. I don't want to speak ill on the man, like I'm hating on the man. Congratulations to Kyle Lowry, you know what I'm saying? All of these cats out here getting their bread, you know what I'm saying? That's what my behind should have been at. Um, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan, see how that shake out for him? You feel me? There was rumors about him going to the Lakers. Um, not sure that that's quite sealed in stone yet. Um, but that's all I'm looking at right now. That's all I see trending. Um, anything else pop up, I'll sh- be sure to let you guys know. But we're going to jump over to the NBA draft. Man, it was a lot of a lot of head scratches and then I feel like there was a lot of good moves and <clears throat> I just critiqued excuse me I just critiqued the Pelicans about this whatever they got going on with this trade with Lonzo Ball because as as it stands right now we got duped um as my stepfather would say we took a wood nickel and if you don't know what that means I don't know I don't know where you can go spend a wood nickel at but uh I was just critiquing the Pelicans, and I'm going to actually circle back around and give them some praise because they was one of the teams that actually, I think, won or aced the NBA draft with their pick um, after trading, getting rid of a, two bad contracts and Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe because neither one was part of the the future. Um, shout out to Steven Adams. He wasn't as bad, but Eric Bledsoe had to go. It's crazy because that rhyme. <laughs> That's how you know it's true. Um, we had to get that boy out of there, man. But so in the process of that, we basically moved back seven spots, and we still, in my estimation, and and by according to David Griffin and Trajan Landon, which is the general manager and the president of the New Orleans Pelicans, they actually had um, Trey Murphy the third slated way higher than that, which I did too. I didn't even I didn't even see that dude. I don't know why he lasted that long or, or what happened or why. Either way it go, the guy that I was looking at, um, Corey Kispert, ended up going a little higher. And looking at it, now that the draft is over with, <laughs> I guess I'm a little biased. I'm going to keep it real. Um, I'm kind of I'm glad that it happened like that, dude, to keep it real. Because like I said, uh, I actually had the guy, Trey Murphy, slid it way higher and for whatever reason he fell way out of the lottery um, but I'm gonna get to it I, if you guys haven't heard already number one the Piston drafted Cade Cunningham the Rockets took Jalen Green the Cavaliers took Evan Mobley the Raptors took Scotty Barnes that was a head scratcher because right there I think that's when the foolishness started not to see that Scotty Barnes um won't be a great player or whatever that the case may be but in every mock draft that i seen um nobody had him not even in the top 10 I, he was he was in the lottery but i i don't recall any that i seen that he was inside the top five like that but the raptors took scotty Barnes. the magic took jalen suggs the thunders took the round turned around and took josh giddy i think that was another surprise pick that early the Warriors turned around and drafted Jonathan Kaminga. The Magic drafted Franz Wagner. Um, the Kings took Davion Mitchell. That, 
I mean, I guess it was a solid pick, but I think that was a head scratcher. I don't think that too many people had him too high either. Not inside the top 10 that I seen anyway. <clears throat> now, this one right here really had me shocked. But it just goes to show. Um, you never know how things going to turn out. Uh, the Grizzlies may have got them a steal. But after taking on those two bad contracts and give, you know, giving up what they gave up, the Pelicans drafted Zaire Williams for the uh, the Grizzlies. And I just, I don't want to say, the kid looked like he has tremendous upside. That's number one. But I don't understand why, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Grizzlies because they actually helped us out. But I don't understand why you do that. Like after, after all of that, that almost seemed like, and I heard rumors during the draft that they had intentions to try to trade up and get higher up. Um, and if that's the case, it makes sense. This almost seems like they they got to the spot and they tried to do something else and they got stuck and they had to make a pick. You know what I'm saying? They just made a pick off the fly. Didn't really plan to be in that spot at that moment and they just had to make a pick. Because I just don't understand. You know, so like I say, shout out to the dude Zaire Williams. Williams. I was about to say Williamson. Shout out to the dude, Zaire Williams. You know, um, who's to say dude could be facing the league in a few years. Number 11, the Hornets took James Booknight. The Spurs took Josh Primo. That was surprising. The Pacers took Chris Doherty. The Warriors took Moses Moody. I ain't gonna lie, they, they, that was a good pick right there, I think, for the Warriors. That second pick. Because I actually thought... I actually thought the Warriors was going to take Moses Moody at seven. I'm going to keep it real. And for him to still be there when they came back seven picks later, that's crazy. Um, and that's crazy. Had the Pelicans actually been picking for themselves, that and Trey Murphy um, probably would have been the guys I would have been yelling for at that point had we been in that spot. Right in front of the, uh, the Thunder, at number 15, the Wizards took Corey Kispert. The Thunder selected Alperian Sagan. I don't know. I hope I'm saying that dude's name right. Number 17, the Grizzlies draft Trey Murphy for the Pelicans. Turn around. Golly. The Thunder did they dang in this draft. The Thunder drafted again. Number 18, Trey Man. Number 19, the Knicks took Kai Jones. Number 20. Jalen uh, Jalen Johnson for the Hawks. The Knicks took Keon Johnson. The Lakers took Isaiah Jackson that was officially traded to the Pacers by the Wizards. The Rockets drafted Usman Gorbu. I don't I ain't, look. See, I'm sorry, dude. I ain't gonna even lie. I don't. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna be able to pronounce that dude's name, and I don't want to mess it up. But Usman. Um, then the Rockets turned around and took <laughs> Josh Christopher. The Clippers took Quentin Grimes, officially traded to the Knicks. The Nuggets drafted Nashawn Highland. And then I'm surprised that, the, hey, man, the Knicks got a ball over there from LSU. Cameron Thomas. The Sixers took Jaden Springer. The Suns took De'Ron Sharp, officially traded to the Nets. The Jazz took Santai Alderman. I think that's how you say that dude's name. Alderman. He was officially traded to the Grizzlies, man. So uh, the Grizzlies was quite busy along with the the Thunder 
Man, how many picks did these dudes have, bro? They didn't draft it almost a whole team in there. Let me see. One, two, three. See, all jokes aside, the Thunder had three or four first round picks. Three. Three first round picks. So they almost could have had a starting five. I hope they do did do something with it. But I'm gonna keep it real. I actually think the Thunder was one of the teams that got a steal in the uh, draft pick Trey Man. He's also a, a sniper. Um, for him, for them to get him, where they got him, man. I think that was great value in that. Um, the Pelicans, once again, like I said, every mock board, draft board I, I looked at had Trey Murphy inside the the lottery, and for them to actually trade outside of the lottery. And, and get rid of two bad contracts and still end up with a great pick and really, you know what I'm saying, what you was looking for, defense, a 3 and D type guy, great size on him, um, great IQ, looked like he was raised right from what I can tell, um, end up getting a great pick at number 17. So I think that was, that, hey, that was a power move for the Pelicans right there. Um, I think the I think the Hornets got a good a good pick with James Booknight. You know what I'm saying? I liked him. Um, once again, I want to uh, talk about the Warriors drafting Moses Moody at 14. Actually, when I think everybody was banging on the table talking about for them to draft him at seven, and for him to still be there at you know what I'm saying seven picks later, hey that hey that was a power move right there. I ain't gonna stunt. Um, I think the Wizards got a good one and Corey Kispert. You know what I'm saying? Was another guy that I thought the Pelicans should have took a look at. Uh, but like I said, now now thinking back at it, um, I'm kind of glad that we did what we did. You know what I'm saying? Speaking on... Also, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I get off this, my bad. I want to give some love to our second round pick. You know what I'm saying? Um, Herbert, Herb Jones from Alabama. Uh, only time you'll ever hear me showing some love to some Alabama players and all that is when they own our squad. So, uh, shout out to Herb Jones. You know what I'm saying? We selected him. Um, get to him in a second. But right now, we want to talk about Trey Murphy the third. Talk about a little about what he does. His type. His game. You know what I'm saying? He's six foot nine, 206 pounds. 21 years old. Started off going to Rice. You know what I'm saying? Last year, he transferred and went to Virginia. In his career, he averaged 11 points, four rebounds, one assist. Last year, he averaged around the same. So, basically, he, he's consistent. Uh, don't know. I didn't watch a lot of his games. But <laughs> from the tape and the film that I've watched, uh, basically, is he a typical 3 and D guy? Um, there's been a lot of comparisons with him and Mikel Bridges. And after looking at the film, looking at the tape um, of both guys, um, I can actually see that. Um, maybe a bigger Mikel Bridges, I would say. Um, let's look at the numbers. You feel me? Started 32 games freshman year. Um, shot 44% from the field. Um, he, he attempted six field goals, so two-pointers he shot 53% from the, hey let me tell y'all something about this dude too um after watching the tape he can do more than just shoot dude got bunnies matter of fact after after you know what I'm saying getting drafted 
I could have sworn I heard a call out to Zion, you know what I'm saying, about a dunk contest. No, I think I won't watch that. I'm telling y'all go check check the YouTube for this dude, Trey Murphy. Dude, dude be cocking way back there. You know what I'm saying? Kind of remind me of myself back then. You know, I don't take no shine from the young cat. But anyway, <clears throat> dude shot 53% from two-pointer, from two-point length range. Um, from three-pointers, he shot about five a game, making 43%. You know what I'm saying? Free throws, he shot 73%. Uh, not bad. But still kind of iffy. Second year, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much the same. Three-point percentage went down a little bit, but he did attempt seven a game. He made 37% from three-point range. Um, and last year, dude, two-point percentage range. Well, he made 62% from two-point range, and he made 43% from three-point range on five threes a game. Um, on his career, he's attempting six threes a game, making 40, 40%, you know what I'm saying, from long range. So that shows you uh, that the guy is a sniper. Not only is he a sniper, if you go watch the film on him, God, not on, if you, if you, for a second, just imagine Zion coming down the lane, everybody collapsing. Zion kicks it out to a guy who willingly catches it not looking to pass it or step in and try to get a layup or nothing like that. Do exactly what we want him to do and need him to do. Take the pass willingly and willingly knock it down. That opens up the whole floor now for Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Um, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what else we do because I, I really... I'm scratching my head right now about the lines with ball thing, so I'm expecting something else down the pipeline. We're going to wait and see on that. But uh, as far as this pick right here, I think they really nailed it. Also, dude, dude ain't no slouch on the defensive end. Um, one of his comments after getting drafted was, you know, I guess he got drafted, you know what I'm saying, for his three-point regimen or his, you know, his ability to knock down three-point shots. But playing defense you know what I'm saying, going to keep him in the league and keep him on the floor, um, which is one of the reasons he went to Virginia. Um, so that says a lot. Guy that's going to actually come in with the right mindset, willing to work on that defense and, and willing to take those big shots and make them if guys try to double team and clog the paint up too much. Uh, so once again, I feel like that was a, a knockdown pick, so to speak. And Trey Murphy, the pick of Trey Murphy. Uh, also, also we selected the guy Herb Jones. Um, let's talk about Herb. You know what I'm saying? I almost say Herb. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I really don't. I really don't get jiggy. I really don't get jiggy with say. Uh, I mean, I'm about to see second round pick. See, Daryl, you got you rubbing off on me. I really don't get jiggy with Alabama players. You know what I'm saying? But the Pelicans did actually have another pick. Where they drafted the guy Greg Brown, who was traded um, to the Blazers. So there's that. You feel me? The Pelicans basically traded all of the all of these second round picks. FYI, Herb Jones, dog, went to Alabama. Um, a defensive-minded player. 
want to say one of the captains, one of the captains for uh, Alabama when he was there. I think I think I think actually Herb Jones has an opportunity to stick around on this team. I think there's a spot for her. Uh, let's talk about her. Herb is a six foot eight shooting guard slash small forward. Um, he's 210 pounds from Tuscaloosa to Alabama, 22 years old. So he's one of the older guys, but he's more mature, uh, more defensive minded player, so to speak. Um, let's talk about her. For his career, he averaged seven points, five rebounds, two assists. Last year, he averaged. 11.7 rebounds and three assists but if you look at the awards this is this awards that he has won last year he was the sec player of the year all sec all sec tournament two-time sec all defense sec defensive player of the year so there it is you know what i'm saying dude be playing defense and that's something that the Pelicans really went into the draft looking for players that can shoot and players that can play defense. And I think Herb Jones, after watching, I actually watched Herb them because you know they are in the SEC. Um, speaking about that, the SEC, you know what I'm saying? Oklahoma and Texas trying to get on in now. We're going to see how that shake out. You know what I'm saying? I done heard chatter both ways. People like it. People don't care. And people don't like it you know uh, at the end of the day I want to say Oklahoma and Texas have announced that at the latest 2025 they will be joining the SEC I actually see a scenario where they actually join sooner I think you just split the difference uh, so they saying 2025 maybe 2023 they'll be in the SEC I wouldn't be surprised uh, there's, I actually seen something where they had um, lawmakers trying to block the University of Texas from joining um, the SEC, but I think that's the case of these dudes getting in there abusing their power. But that's just me. Um, but I got off the subject talking about the SEC. That's y'all knew. But back on the dude Herb Jones, he's a defensive-minded player, and I think that's what we went to this draft looking for, looking for shooting and defense. And I think we managed to do that. Um, also managed to get two mature players on the team. Um, Herb, I'm saying Herb. Trey Murphy is also, I guess, what they consider nowadays an older player, even though the dude like 21 years old. But he is an older player, I guess, being a junior coming out. Um, same as Herb, who wasn't a freshman coming out. So got more maturity with these guys that we drafted. And I think, actually, they have fit along fine. Um dude Trey Murphy I'm gonna keep it real with, with with what's going on with the Pelicans and matter of fact we just got some breaking news um former Pistons guard Wayne Ellington signed a one-year deal with the uh Lakers so boy the Lakers just ragging up the Lakers and the Knicks they gonna sign everybody matter of fact um Alex Caruso signed the deal with the uh the, I'm sorry I'm saying the Knicks the Lakers and the Bulls are signing everybody Alex Caruso signed a deal to go join the Chicago Bulls also. So I don't know what they got going on over there. But it seemed like they trying to sign as much as many people as possible in Chicago. Um, yeah, that's that.
Man, I forgot what I was about to say. Anyway, I'm gonna start talking about this. Um, I don't know, like what what else we gonna get back in that trade? Cause I I at, man, I'm gonna keep it real. I had Lonzo pegged as I started point guard. I had him coming back. So I I guess there is a scenario where either Kyra or Nikel Alexander Walker starting, or maybe both. But I just can't see David Griffin getting duped like that. I can't see it. I hope not. I'm hoping for the sake of the, of the Pelicans nation that this isn't the case. I see it is vehemently. Man, they, they ain't no way in the hell. For all of that, why why even trade them? Why even trade you? I'm keeping I'm not trying to disrespect them dudes or that second round pick. But yeah, why do you just why you could have just let them go for, for in my mind i mean it gotta have something else coming down the, that's i'm telling y'all it gotta have something else so um i'm guessing i do see a scenario where this dude trey murphy some type of way can compete for, for some immediate immediately uh immediate starting time um uh, but preferably um uh, they probably want to bring him in as a backup to brandon ingram uh same as herb jones or, or, or whoever is starting at the two. Um, now, I did hear reports that Kyra Lewis actually was supposed to be in the G League last year, and he only, you know, got starting time, valuable starting playing time because of injuries. So I don't know that they see him as a starting point guard right now at this second. You know, saying has the potential. He has all the potential to get there from what I seen last year. Um, but I don't know that they see him as the answer right now. Um, and I don't know that they willing to bank their season on that right now. So I really don't know. I mean, maybe it's a scenario where Zion going to run the point. I I don't know. I guess we're going to let this play out, see how the chips fall. And, and you know what I'm saying? It is what it is from now. But I'm going to keep it real. I just want to drop in. Hit y'all with some some quick bombshells and the breaking news. Let y'all know what I felt about it. You know what I'm saying? Me and D gonna come back on. We got a lot more to talk about and discuss. We gotta discuss the train. The, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting excited, man. It's that time. We gotta discuss the Saints training camp. Um, we gotta discuss Jameis Winston. We gotta discuss Taysom Hill, Michael Thomas. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we got to discuss. Uh, and I'm going to come back on here with my boy D. We got a lot of stuff in, in the works right now. Make sure y'all tune in. Check us out. Hey, make sure y'all don't forget to go subscribe to us. You can find us on, you know what I'm saying, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere. You know what I'm saying? They got podcasts. At, that's where we at, man. You know what I'm saying? Also, make sure y'all go check us out on Instagram at the Grill Gridiron. You know what I'm saying? to the gridiron i'm jay hope everybody having a good day i'm out chilling this grill doing my thing you feel me got some breaking news i'm gonna hit you guys with real quick the university of oklahoma and the university of texas 
are trying to leave the Big 12 or whatever is left of it to join the SEC. You feel me? Um, I've heard a lot of chatter. Heard people, you know what I'm saying, don't like it. Some people don't care. And some people, they like it. I'm going to tell you what I think off the rip. I think it's all about money. Um, They leaving a conference that had Baylor, Iowa State, um, teams like that, you know what I'm saying, versus the opportunity to go play, you know what I'm saying, Uh, the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Georgias, you feel me, the Floridas, all of these primetime games, you know what I'm saying, against contenders year in and year out, is definitely going to pump, you know what I'm saying, your status up, especially, you know what I'm saying, when you, you, you in a conference like the SEC, it's basically superior, you know what I'm saying, at everything as far as sports, you know, not only just football, basketball, you know what I'm saying, softball, uh, baseball, track, just about everything the SEC is involved in, I guess that could be said about in the school, but no, I mean like when I'm saying involved in, like they're one of these schools are going to be in it to win it, like at the top consistently, you know what I'm saying, whether it be softball, baseball, you know what I'm saying, basketball, or football, you know, whether, I'm not going to get Alabama no shine like that, but whether any any school, any SEC school playing football can be a contender at any given time. I feel like any SEC, I guess the right SEC school versus any any team out there versus any conference, I feel like there's a good shot we are, we're going to win. Um, really don't follow softball that much, but I see a lot of our teams win. Um, Kentucky be holding it down, you know what I'm saying, with basketball. Uh, so it's just, it, it's, we just, know that, well, I'm saying we, the SEC is just known for, you know what I'm saying, holding it down with the sports. Uh, and academically, I can say that too, because I remember trying to get into LSU, you know. Um, so, Overall, just excellent. But what it all boils down to, in my opinion, is money. You know what I'm saying? Money. Like I said, you get a better chance to play better competition, which is going to bring more cameras, more lights. Um, You're going to get more probably endorsement money. Um, For Texas, they get to see their old buddy, Texas (laughs) A&M, who who didn't want them to come over here. Um, and they're going to get to see their old-time buddy, Arkansas, that used to be in the same conference with them back in the day. Um, for Oklahoma, and also one more thing on Texas, believe it or not, guys and gals, y'all like how I said that, huh? Believe it or not, real talk. Um, for those that feel like, all right, that's coming in, Texas and Oklahoma go get straight smashed. They coming in football anyway, going to get straight smashed, going to get smacked up. Well, believe it or not, Texas has a winning record against everybody, just about everybody in the SEC, including Alabama. They have a 7-1-1 record against them. The last time they met was in the 2012, I want to say, championship where Alabama smacked them up. You know what I'm saying? I want to say Coop McCoy was the quarterback back in the day, and Alabama had Trent Richardson. Testing my knowledge right quick. I think I'm right on that. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> so 
the one time that they did lose and not tie um, was in the championship game to Alabama and Coach Nick Saban. Uh, they actually have a winning record on, against LSU. Last time they played LSU was 2019. Heisman winning Drew Burrow. You know what I'm saying? Walked the ball down the field for the game winning. You know what I'm saying? Touchdown. And they lost that game too. So a lot of these victories that I'm looking at against the teams and all of these records, um, I'm thinking this was from way back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And and if Texas do secede, Texas and Oklahoma does secede and join in the SEC, I'm willing to bet that within four to five years, all of these leads and these records are going to be depleted and they're going to be the other way around, especially with your Alabamas, your LSUs, your Auburns, your Floridas. There's no way they're going to, especially the way they've been playing, and I feel like it's going to take them a little time to get their, you know what I'm saying, feet up under them, getting in the SEC, trying to recruit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know I know, Texas is a football state, you know what I'm saying? It is, a, it is an athletic state. But I know they don't think they' about to come over and join the SEC and just get top recruits from up, from up under, you know what I'm saying? LSU and Alabama and Georgia like that. If anything, they better watch out now. You know what I'm saying? We already was getting recruits from over there, especially LSU was already getting recruits from Texas. For sure, for sure, they're gonna be aiming over there now. Texas A and M too. But uh, for the most part, I would be willing to bet that that lead are those records that Texas has on them teams in football are going to be depleted within a couple of years. Baseball, I think Texas is pretty good. They're right up there with LSU, so that's going to be pretty good for the baseball, you know what I'm saying, league and everything. Um, also with basketball, you know, Kevin Durant went, the, the great Kevin Durant went to the University of Texas, so that's good, you know what I'm saying, stuff over there. Now, it's been a while, if I'm recalling, also Pelican fan Jackson Hayes, center Jackson Hayes for the Pelicans, went to the University of Texas and played basketball there. Um, so there's some good stuff there as far as Oklahoma, I really don't understand why well, yes, I do. I'm sorry. Money. But on the other end, I want to say they won like six, seven straight championships, Big 12 championships over there. It ain't it ain't about to happen like that over there in the SEC. They'd be lucky to get one. You feel me? Um, as good as LSU is, um, we haven't been winning championships back-to-back, SEC titles and stuff back-to-back like that. Alabama's been able to pull it off as of late, but I don't even think before, you know what I'm saying, Nick Saban really got in there like that, and that just speaks to his greatness. You know, I give a man his flower, even though I don't I don't like Alabama, I don't root for him, I give a man his flower. Dude, coach, get the best players over there. Hey, it is what it is. See him on the field this year. See him on the gridiron this year, you feel me? Um... Is you definitely not just gonna come over there and just win off the rip, especially if he, if they, either one of them land in the West. I don't know. Like I, <clears throat> this would, the SEC already has 14 teams, so Texas and Oklahoma would make 16. So I don't know how they would do that. I'm guessing maybe it'll be one and one, but whoever end up coming to the West, they gonna have a welcoming party out this world. Um, now, I believe they're trying to 
get out as soon as 2025 um, at the latest at 2025 I wouldn't be surprised like I said uh, if you split the difference and they end up getting out of there in three years two years two and a half something like that whenever the deal whenever they can and they just buy it do a buyout or whatever they need to do um, but whether it's Oklahoma or Texas whoever end up in the west and the east ain't no you know the east ain't no ain't no just pushover neither but whoever for sure end up in the west but lsu and alabama and auburn ooh. hope y'all cleats scrapped up you feel me but i'm a i'm a in this segment right quick you know what i'm saying we're gonna take a quick break right quick and come right back you know what i'm saying stick around <laughs> 